The Word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the Word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our Saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's Word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to bromleytownchurch.com. Welcome. It is the second of our summer Sundays. And it's summer. Who loves the summer? Who doesn't love the summer? I'll tell you why I love the summer. Kids, why do you love the summer? Someone tell me why you love the summer. Sunshine! Yes, Mark. We do occasionally get sunshine, it's true to say. Anyone else, why do you like the summer? Ice cream. Ice cream, Jane? Didn't know you were a child, but there you go. <laughs> Sorry? Happy go? Playgrounds. You can go out in the playground, can't you? Yeah, you can do all these things. Why? Because there's light. There's light, isn't there? I love the summer. I'm a summer person, okay? Don't like the winter particularly, but guess what? It comes around every year. But I love the summer because of the light. The fact that if in June you wake up at about four o'clock in the morning, it's light. And if you go to bed at about 10 o'clock, if you're allowed, it's still light. I love light. I like being in the garden. I like being the light. And of course, where does all this light come from? It comes from that thing that markers, it comes from the sun. The glorious sun. It's amazing, isn't it, what the sun does. I love the sun when we get to see it. And the sun is precious, isn't it, for life on earth. If we didn't have the sun, we wouldn't have life on earth in the physical. We wouldn't. It's great. It feeds us. It gives us vitamin D. It causes us to grow. It causes the plants to grow, the flowers to grow, the trees to grow. They do something called photosynthesis, if you're clever, where it turns the, the light and interfeed the plant, cause it to grow. And have you ever seen that if you actually put a, bowl, a, a vase of flowers somewhere in the house and it's not near enough the light, what do they do? They go to the light. We bend to the light. We go to the light. It's what we want to do. We want to go to the light. And it's good for us because it makes you feel better, doesn't it? You heard of that sad. Yeah, I'm sad in the winter. Not literally, but you know, you get that sun deprivation, whatever it's called. But we love it. It feeds us. And even what else does the sun do? It powers things. So you can get things like solar panels and suddenly it charges and you've got electricity that powers everything that we're, most everything that we use, including our cars these days, or some of them. So the sun is fantastic. And what about the sunrises? What about those sunsets? Yeah? How many poets and songwriters and psalmists have been inspired by the sunset? It's just glorious, isn't it? You just have to go, Wow, you know, it's a wow factor. Whether you believe in God or not, you go, wow. You stand there, don't you? And you just, just see his glory for what he creates, what he brings us in the natural with the sun. It is amazing. And the sun isn't that small. When we look up there and we see that little ball and we go, that's not that big. Yes, it is. Do you know how many Earths, our planet Earth, you could fit into the shape of the sun? 1,300,000 of our little earths would plop into the ball that is the sun. And light, light. Do you know light is is the quickest thing in all creation? There's nothing quicker than light. Light is amazingly quick. It travels at 186,000 miles a second. Imagine if we could harness that power. 
how quick we will get down to Devon and Cornwall for our holidays. <laughs> Mind you, we'd still get caught on the N25, but you know. But it's amazing, isn't it? The speed of light. Hi, Oscar. It's great to have you in the house. <laughs> amazing. I'll give you an idea. 186,000 miles a second. That's seven and a half times round the circumference of the world every second. That's how quick it travels. And yet the sun is nearly 93 million miles away from the earth. Do you know how long it takes for the, sun, the light and the heat to get? Oh, there's always someone, isn't there? There's always, there's always someone. Well, Biggie, it's eight minutes, 20 seconds, all right? <laughs> for that light, for that heat. Very good, Oliver, very impressed. I had to look this up. You obviously know it. Comes before it touches our faces in our gardens. God created this along with the moon, along with the stars, along with the planets, along with the universe, so that we could have life. Without the sun, we have no life physically. Amen? That's right. But it says even in the Bible, it says, can I have my first scripture, please? Jeremiah tells us where all this comes from. It's only this one, guys. You probably noticed that. This is what the Lord says. He who appointed the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and the stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. It is God. It is God that does this for us to give us. So we need light in the physical realm. But there's another light that you know I'm going to speak about that is just as important. In fact, it's more important. And that's a different sort of sun. It's the son of God. We need him too. What, for life physically? No, not for life physically. The sun does that. Life does that for you. For life spiritually. We need him. We need Jesus. We need that light from his life as much as we need that light from the sun. Let me have my other scripture, please. This is what Jesus declares of himself. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus is the light of the world. It's his desire that we see his light, that we receive his light, that we receive him as Lord and Savior, and that therefore we may have light physically, we may have light spiritually into our hearts and to receive him. Amen? This is good. Right. Now then, I want to show you a picture. Grace, can I have my... Who's seen this before? Arnold. Arnold, can you tell us all about it? <laughs> Sorry. <about that. laughs> this is a very famous picture and it's called The Light of the World. And it's painted by a guy called William Holman Hunt and about, oh, about 150 years ago. Now, this painting isn't the original. The original, I think, might still be in St. Paul's Cathedral. I couldn't show it on here. Why? Because it is painted in the gloom and so it's so shadowy that it wouldn't actually, you wouldn't actually see anything. So this is like a copy of it, but you can see exactly what's going on here. And this, of course, is the Lord Jesus, the light of the world. And it, it, Holman Hunt took that scripture that Jesus speaks about himself in Revelation where he says, you know, I knock upon the door of your, your heart. Whoever should answer that door, I will enter and eat with him and him with me. That's what inspired him. So that door, which is, looks like it's against a tree, but it's not. It's a door. 
is actually the door to somebody's life, somebody's heart, somebody who hasn't yet received Jesus. Children, what's funny about that door? Tell me what, what, what's, what's growing up here. What's, what's a, what's, what, what is it with that door? If that was your front door, would it look like that? No, why wouldn't it look like that? What's growing up here? Abigail. It has vines on it. It has ivy. It's looking pretty unused. And what I reckon is that door's never been opened. Never been opened before. This is the door to somebody's life. And Jesus is knocking because he wants us to hear that knock, to receive him as Lord, as the light of the world, to come to him. And yet this door, as of, as of yet, is not being opened. It's a door that's closed shut. Something else missing on that door, and the answer isn't a letterbox, but there's something else missing on that door. Can anyone be bold and tell me what they think is missing on the door? Yes, yes I love this. <laughs> it's a handle. Handle or, perhaps, if it's like your front door, like a keyhole. There's nothing of like that on this door. And do you know why? The reason is because Jesus, as much as he has the power to, ain't coming into your life unless you invite him. If we hear that knock, it's for us in the inside to open to him and he comes in. Amen? That is what he wants. He has the power to come into our lives and he will, but our invitation. He is the light of the world and therefore he wants that light to shine into our lives, to receive him. And to know his goodness, to know his forgiveness, to know his grace, to know his abundant blessings. Because when we receive him, as he said, we shall not walk in darkness again. Why? Because he walks with us by the power of his Holy Spirit. He brings that light into our lives. Okay? Okay, you can take down that picture. Thank you. Now, Jesus shines. He's the light of the world. But there's another thing, and if you've ever received, if you are a follower of Jesus, there's something to do with the light that he expects of you. He wants you to shine. He wants you to shine. Just as he is the light of the world, he wants you to shine. How do we shine? How do we shine? Kids, we've got to live good lives to be able to shine. How would we shine? How can we shine? How can we shine with the, br the brightness and the, and the beauty of Jesus? By living good lives, by being honest, by being true, by being faithful, being loving, to being honest, to doing what you say you're going to do, to being ready to tell somebody about Jesus. When they say, what is it with you? You say, well, it's not me, it's the one that's within me. That's how we begin to shine to light for Jesus, amen? Have you ever been out in the garden at night on a cloudless night when the moon is pretty full or full? What do we see? Wow. I can see. It's quite bright out here. It's amazing how bright out here it is. I don't need anything more. I can see. Where does that light come from? It's coming from the moon? No, it's not coming from the moon. It's coming from the sun. The sun, what? Reflecting its light off the face of the moon down to us. So it's still the sun. The sun wants us to reflect his life just as the moon, into the hearts of people around us, to be lights for him, to shine for him. Yes, that is what he wants. That is what he's looking for. That's what all the call is about, is being like him. Now, I've got a couple of little props here, very quickly. This is my first prop, and it is a torch. This is very handy at night. 
When I want to go down my garden path, this is what I use. What's the problem with a torch? I'll tell you what the problem with a torch. Where does the light go? Where's the light going? Abigail again. Brilliant, darling. It's going one way, isn't it? So whilst I'm doing this, is this dark? Yes, it is. Is that dark? No, it's not. Does Jesus want us to be light in one direction? No. All right. Other prop coming up. Not a very impressive prop, this one, but it's getting the point across, I hope. A lantern. A lantern. Not a very impressive lantern, not a very impressive light. But it's a light in a lantern. Where does the light go in a lantern? Everywhere. This way, that way, that way, that way, that way, even through these little holes up there. Can I have that picture back again, please, Grace? What's Jesus carrying? What sort of Christians do you think Jesus wants us to be? Lantern Christians. Why? Because whether it's not just light the torch, I'm just going to be light when I go to church on a Sunday. Nobody will know any different. He wants us to be light at school, at work, at the school gate, when we're going to the shops. Everywhere we go, he wants us to be light for him, to shine our light which is the, his light reflected into the lives of others. That's the light that Jesus wants us to be. Amen? Praise God. Now, when Jesus was on this earth, he did many amazing things. That we know. Many healings. That we know. Jesus healed a guy who, to the best of our knowledge, was blind from birth. He lived in darkness. He met the living Lord Jesus, and he saw... He saw those eyes were healed. He saw the glory. He saw Jesus. He saw that sun we're talking about. He saw the splendor. He saw the people. Wow, wow indeed. But he received both parts of the sun because his heart was warm to who Jesus was. What did he say when he was taken in front of those scary Jewish leaders? Hey, hey, don't ask me too much in effect. But one thing I know once I was blind, but now I see. I see. And do you think he was just talking about this? Well, in a truth, at that point, yes. But then Jesus meets him, doesn't he, and says, do you believe in the Son of Man? He goes, tell me who he is, Lord, that I might believe. He says, you're standing in front of him. Oh, my Lord and my God, I believe I receive. So he received light, and he received light. <laughs> Amen? Do you see the difference? Jesus is still knocking at the doors, guys. 2019 years later, he's still knocking at the door. He's still looking for us to shine for him. He's still saying, come, come, come and receive all that I have for you. Be forgiven, be received of my love. Walk in the way of me. You shall not walk in darkness if you walk with me. Praise God that he is still making that call, amen? But listen up. It may be a busy morning, but Jesus is knocking upon the door of your heart. And if you are hearing somehow, some way, some faint knocking this morning, please don't leave here and think, nice story. Because it's not a story, it's truth. It's truth. Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning. Or join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com